Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's what's your your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Thank you for tuning in once again to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. We're your weekly repository of weird, unusual, exciting, strange, amusing, amazing, awesome stories, fun stories, true stories told by you, the listeners, and our friends. I'm your host, Adam Beebe. I'm one of actually two hosts. We're a set. Uh, and the other host is Mr. Barry Johnston, and he is here with me. Mr. Barry Johnston, thank you for uh, being here with me, as always. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm I'm really, really good, man. Doing well, and uh, yeah, feeling good. And my new name for you is King of the Bats. <sighs> <laughs> you got to tell the story. You got to okay, tell the yeah. story. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is a weird... I mean, it's weird. It's not like spooky weird. Well, I guess it could be spooky weird. It is a little dangerous, perhaps. But yeah. anyway, uh, what Barry's referring to is um, the other night I woke up from my peaceful sleep like a little angel. I look like a little angel when I'm sleeping. In case uh, I know you do. Any of you, any of you uh, listeners out there, are curious um, single lady listeners, you know, especially, <laughs> but you know. But I digress. I was sleeping um, and it, with my arm curled around my one of my little kitties there. Cause, and I heard this, like something, like something bounced off of something. Something hit something. I'm like, what the heck was that? So I groggily wake up, you know, it's like 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Put my glasses on. Cause out, and as I'm doing that, out of the corner of my eye, I see something kind of like, you know, out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, what? Couldn't tell what I was small, you know? Right. And it's a bat. There's a bat flying around my house <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, man. And I'm just like in complete disbelief and, you know, I'm in shock. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? What the, you know? And so, like, I gather myself and I'm like, what do I do? How do I get this bat out of my house? I have to capture the bat. Of course. So, I battled the bat for like you know try to get this bat for half an hour, and I close it into you know this the the living room area, and I got uh, I've got two empty boxes in my hands, one in each hand, <laughs> standing there in my underwear. My cat's not doing anything but staring at me. They're not trying to capture the bat. They're not trying to be helpful. Right. They're just looking at me like, what is going on here? Because it must look very. This is not very angelic. This this while I'm here posing, you know, doing hey, trying to catch. You got to do what you got to do when you're trying to catch a bat, man. Right, right. So, <laughs> so half asleep, but also all of a sudden, adrenaline is pumping, and I'm right. like, oh, oh, you know. And I am not a hunter by any means, you know. I am not. I'm an animal lover. I, you know, don't really eat them. Um, you know, I don't like to hurt them. I, you know, so. 
so there's this bath flying around and i'm like trying to like get it with these boxes and i'm not doing anything this guy's out flying me and then all of a sudden he hits the ceiling fan and is knocks himself or stuns himself and falls to the ground and so i pounce on him and i put a uh just one of the cardboard boxes over him and i trap him down right so then I go, I'm like, okay, what do I need? To, how do I get this out now? So I go and I get some, I need like a, you know, I need something to slide underneath this box, but it's kind of a big size box. So the only thing that I've got that's near me that I can do this is a Misfits record, right? Fucking perfect. Right? How fitting. <laughs> so how fitting. How, you know, so, so I get this Misfits <laughs> record. And I slide it underneath the box so that I, you know, kind of seal in this little guy. And I, like, open my door and try to make sure my cats don't get out into the hallway because, you know, that's what they want to do because they're cats. So I open my door and then I go and I open up the front door, unlock it, and, like, prop it open. So all I have to do is just touch, you know, put, hit it with my butt. Right. And that'll pop it open. So then I go out and I go outside and i release him and he flies off and i'm like whoa that was weird that was weird i don't know how it got into my house but that was weird so so then you know and that was it that was it i went back to sleep eventually and the next day i was a little bit rough for wear but i still i made it through and it's fine yeah right you know and i told you about it right that next day i yeah. was telling people I was like, yeah i fought i yeah. fought a bat i you know yeah and you, and to yeah. which you were like you know, you're Batman. Maybe you're turning into Batman. Yeah. Right. And I said, you know, I don't want to be Batman. But then I said, I, I do want to be Batman if I have right. that much money. Right. I'll just buy a house and let all the bats live in yeah, it. So, no kidding. And, you know, and so I thought that was it. I thought that was right. the end of my news. So Friday night comes around and uh, 4.30 in the morning, I get up because I kind of have to pee. I don't usually put my glasses on when I'm going to the restroom because I know exactly how to walk there and everything. Yeah. But I'm getting up, and uh, as I'm like kind of rising out of out of bed, I see another shape flying around the house. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Wow! So I put my glasses on, and sure enough, it's a bat. There it is. Now I don't yeah. know if it's the same damn bat or right. not. Um, they don't wear clothes. They don't have identifying marks or anything right. like that. Plus, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's like I'm only able to say I should and I should have mentioned this before. I'm only able to see the silhouette of this thing because I fall asleep with the TV on. So I've got a little bit of light just catching it enough. Right. Right. And so, and I put my phone light on and kind of push it up to the ceiling because that makes a light wall that the bat won't fly in. So again, same yeah. tactic this time. I'm going, but this guy is like, you know, if it's the same bat, he's adapted. He's smart right. because he's not flying into the ceiling fan. He's not flying into things. Yeah. So I'm like, and he's not, he coming near me with my box. He's like flying around my box. So I then I'm like, well, okay, I'll go get this bed sheet and I'll try to make it a net. Right. And throw it on top of it. Cause yeah. I remember the office, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, yeah, you know, because this is all right. I'm thinking of, and you know, That's right. how many different ways and pop culture references I can think of that will help me of in the solution of capturing this bat. <laughs> yeah, didn't work. Uh, so ultimately, I just got uh, the box again, and I just I batted the bat. I went, I was able to like knock him and out of the air and stun him, and then uh, drop the box on. Nice again. Nice. And then I went and I got the same Misfits record. Fuck yeah, man. And, Slid that underneath there, and I went outside, and 
he, you know, he was, well, he was gone. I didn't see him fly away this time, which is, was concerning. So I just left the box out there and, uh, stuff. So, so yeah, so I did some, I told you about that. And I did some searching and, you know, I mean, this is a, uh, the house I'm in is, a. It's about a hundred years old. You know, yeah. it was built in the 1920s, so yeah. it's, it's getting right there. Yeah, and you know, it's just old houses, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how this thing got in. Yeah, because I can't figure it out, and I yeah. couldn't figure it out the first night. I certainly couldn't. You know, I was I didn't know what. So I spent I went all around, looked for gaps and stuff, and I see a few gaps, and and you know, but and I look, but I'm like, well, how? Okay, I get, see how I got in there, but how did it get into my place? Right. And so I've got these. The only thing I can figure is I've got these French doors. Yeah. And they, when they're open, there's like an exposed area, a space that goes up into the cavity of the wall above yeah. them right. and to the side, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that that is how the bat got in. Yeah. Uh, through that little space. So, Very well so yeah, could. So we're Very gonna, well could have. Yeah. For so sure. We're gonna, from now on, keeping those closed, and you know, gonna talk to the uh, talk to the landlord, and tell him he's got bats in his belfry or something. Yeah, you know? right. Which is gonna be fun because that's always fun to tell your landlord something's not working. Yeah. We had a whole deal with the internet earlier in the week, and yeah. So yeah, right. so you know, I mean, it's uh, a <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I got that. To look forward. To. Well, somewhere wherever Glenn Danzig is, he's smiling and happy about yeah. the fact that you've used some of his material to catch a bat. <laughs> yeah. He's smiling down on, or up at me from yeah, the throne in hell. Right. So, although he's not dead, you know? <laughs> oh man. I'm sure he does have a throne anyway. You know, can you yeah, just imagine yeah, yeah. he's got one oh. sit, you know, in his bedroom? Like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Know, well, I imagine to his coffin. he's got a, <laughs> I, I imagine he's got some kind of like skull throne or Game of yeah. Thrones type Fuck yeah. sword throne, whatever. Yeah. Just and uh, modeled over his toilet. Yeah. You know? Could you imagine <laughs> yeah. that as just a skull, yeah. skull toilet? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. That would actually be pretty cool. Of course, you know, he's he's rich and fancy, so it's definitely got a, right. a heated bidet. Oh, you know? of course. So. <laughs> of course. Nothing but the best, you know? Oh, that's great. Well, I don't know how you transition to what we got today, but I mean, it's similar. We have we have uh, some crazy stories, uh, a continuation of part two. Uh, we're welcoming Liz back again for part number two. Yeah, we've got some stories now that are uh, more from her uh, adult adventures, not adult as an adult themed or, you know, uh, X rated, R rated, X rated which I know will let down some people listening, but these are actually from her mature, grown-up, adult life stories. Yeah. No, no way around making that sound like it's going to be, you know, uh, naughty or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, it's great. These are. Uh, she's got. She's got some good stuff, and it's a good continuation of the conversation that we had with her. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into some good stuff. So let's get to Liz. Hey, Liz, what's your weird story? You know, growing up in the house, like I saw all those little things. Um, Another thing that would happen when I was little is I would be sleeping and I would hear, like, murmurings Mm -hmm. and... um, of like people talking around me in a, in like in a circle and it would wake me up and I would open up my eyes and there would be like a circle of faces. Um, but like undiscernible, like no, just a shadow of like a circle of faces, like staring down on me while I was and like talking. And then they would just like 
go silent and then just disappear. Like I would oh open up my eyes God. and there would be a split second where I would see them and they'd be gone. Whoa. But they would be like, like whispering. I could hear them while I was sleeping and it would wake me up. Mm. And then, yeah. <laughs> Dang. It was, there were so many things in that house. Like it was oh, so. Oh man. I thought the, I thought the blue eyed lady was freaky, man. That's <laughs> more terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and honestly when the blue, the, the, like the lady sleeping in bed next to me, um, like that never felt like, malevolent in any way yeah i mean obviously it scared the shit out of me when i was a kid you know but there was like the other things that happened to me were so much creepier than that and i think it had a lot to do with once i realized once i saw the picture and i knew who it was mm. i kind of felt better about it versus right. weird lights shooting across the room like shadowed faces talking over me while i'm sleeping right <laughs> Creepy ghost rats, like, climbing on the walls. <laughs> you yeah. know? Those things, to me, are, like, a lot scarier. <laughs> sure. Me, too. Me, too. I agree with you. Those are scarier. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. um, but, uh, so, I, I have another good one that this one happened when I was living in North Carolina. Okay. Um, and so, I guess I was uh, about 22, 22, 23. Um, and... I was going to Texas home to visit and I was riding with, so my dad had come to North Carolina to visit me. He had flown up there, uh, my stepdad. And then we were going to drive back with a friend of mine. Um, well, he, he was my boyfriend at the time and we literally broke up two days before this trip. So that was awkward. Um, <laughs> <Sounds> fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, for him you know it was it was me my dad my ex-boyfriend and my son and he was actually coming to wichita falls for training um he was military and so he was coming to wichita falls for training and instead of my dad flying home um we had decided that we were going to hitch a ride with him and he was going to drop us in San Antonio. And then he was going to come up here to Wichita Falls and do his training and then come back and pick me and Anthony up and we'd go home. So that was the plan. And, um, so needless to say, um, the friend that was driving was like, not all that happy. about it. I don't think either of us were, we probably should have canceled the trip, but, um, we're driving through Louisiana, and this was um, probably 10 months after Katrina. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just devastation everywhere. You, you know, it, 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 it was bad. It was really bad. Um, and we were actually stopping um, to see some friends that were uh, missionaries that were rebuilding a certain area. So we were going to kind of stop and visit them, too, um, in Louisiana, like on the border right before you get to Houston. Um, so I don't know if you've ever driven that way, um, but there's an area. What is that, 20? I think it's I 20. I that goes is that what it is? Or it might be 20. One of those. I think it's funny because you're kind of going north a little bit, uh, okay, too. Okay. Like, you're going across. Yeah. And it's it's over, like, sort of a swamp area. Uh -huh. And it's just this long, long stretch of nothing. Yes. It's just, like, <laughs> and and the, the highway's kind of raised a little bit. And there's, like, an mm -hmm. embankment on the side. Yeah. And it's just, you know, 
short trees, kind of marshy as far as the eye can see. There's like yeah. call boxes every so many miles because it's just a long stretch of nothing. Right. And we're cruising along. Um, so Jeff is driving. I'm in the passenger seat. My dad and my son are in the back. And my son is three, maybe four at this time. Um, and it's a truck, it's like a F-150 kind of not really big, but, you know, medium-sized truck. And we're just cruising along, and I'm on the phone. And I'm talking to my friend in San Antonio. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we're in Louisiana. We're this horrible stretch of highway. It really, really sucks. And I look over, and I see this young woman running up the side of the embankment. And she is terrified terrified like she keeps kind of like glancing over her shoulder and mm -hmm. she's like running at the embankment and she's almost crawling up it you know because it's kind of it's really steep and, and it's grass so she's like you know kind of and like i freak out and i'm like oh my god pull over there's this woman like like running up the thing something's happening something's happening and like my first thought was rape or something you know like you know yeah. i'm thinking something really bad is happening to this woman and um, Jeff was not happy with me, so he was like, where? You know? And I'm like, right there, like this woman running up the thing. And at this point, she had come up the embankment, and she was like running down the side of the highway. And I could see her like in the mirror, in the little passenger side yeah. mirror or whatever. And... Um, and I, I'm still holding the phone, like my friend is on the phone, and she's hearing what's happening, but I'm not talking to her anymore. And I'm just like, right there, right there, there's a girl right there. And my dad turns around and looks, and he's like, I don't see anything. Like, what are you talking about? My son turns around. Of course, he's in a car seat, so I'm not sure how well he could see. But, you know, he was on my side. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I, I see her, Mommy. Right, <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not playing pullover. Like, why Why is this? E and, and it kind of was an issue. I would say things he wouldn't believe them, and we would get in arguments about it. It was kind of right. how we ended up breaking up. Um, so, you know, for me, if I'm driving down the road and I say, pullover, something scary is happening, like, you know, you just pull over. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later, whether mm -hmm. it's actually happening or mm -hmm. not later, you know. And, um, and I realized like, like we were, we kind of had a tiff about it because it was like, why can't you just pull over, just pull over? Like something's happening. I need to call 911, this and that, like he, and finally, like he pulled over and I saw my friend on the phone and even realized it. And I got out of the car and there was nobody there. Like nobody. Mm. But, Damn. The crazy thing is this this person that nobody else saw because like he looked in the rearview mirror and he's like I don't see what you're talking about and you also have to think about I'm riding like I'm on a freeway and we're probably going 75 80 miles an hour yeah. and the five minutes of the bickering back and forth on whether this is happening or not I should not have been able to see her. Yeah. In the mirror. Right. Like she would have been long gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But I could, I could still see her. Like wow. while we were arguing, I was like, pull over, pull over, pull over. Whoa. And so you, you can't, 
you can't turn around. Like there's, there's, they're like one way areas with like a, a divider down the middle. Like there's no turning around and kind of going back. And I, I was pissed. So <laughs> like I started walking down the highway, like while I was still on the phone with my friend, like looking for this girl, like, you know, and, and my friend was like, Liz, I think you saw a ghost. Like, you know, and it never even occurred to me. It didn't occur to me in any way yeah. that what I saw paranormal she was completely solid i could tell you exactly what she looked like and the crazy thing is is she looked kind of 80s ish when i think about it she had on yeah she had on like this faded purple blue t-shirt and it was kind of a long t-shirt and she had like short shorts and they were like light blue jean shorts and her t-shirt like almost met her shorts it almost looked like she wasn't wearing shorts yeah you know But she was like, I could see them when she was like climbing up the embankment. She had one shoe and sock and the other foot was bare. And yeah, (laughs) it was like a white, yeah, it was like a white head style shoe and like a a purple push down sock. Um, yeah. Wow. (laughs) It it was almost like a child for like an eighties child. Right. (laughs) She had, um, curly kind of medium, length hair it was kind of blondish kind of blonde brownish um and i mean full solid detail uh, looked just like a person and it wasn't until my friend on the phone was like i think you saw a ghost before i would even believe that i just had right. like a paranormal experience. like holy shit. I, I i thought somebody was being chased up the embankment like it was, it was actually pretty that is bizarre. I mean, because sometimes you'll drive, like you're cruising down the road, and you'll pass something, and you think it's somebody or something, but then mm-hmm. you realize that it's not somebody. But if you're seeing that thing, and it's staying with you, you're able to, like, you had at least, it sounds like at least like a minute or more of... It, yeah, you know, th- there's no telling how much time actually passed. Yeah, yeah. But, it was, but know- even 30 seconds, you know, whatever that is, you know what I mean? 30 seconds is a long time. You break it down. It can be. Mm-hmm. Seeing something like that, that is wild. That's wild. And it, it was also one of those things, like, when it happened, when I saw her come up the embankment, it was in front of the truck. Like yeah. He would have seen so it or somebody. So it wasn't like I looked out the side window and saw her. Right. I saw it happen in front of me. Wow. And so Jeff should have seen it too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, which is prob- it, 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 probably why you were like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Do you not see? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, right. and so when I, when she came running up the embankment, it was in front of us in the truck. And then of course, as we're driving, we pass her and I'm looking out the side window. Like, and so I got this view by the time we got to where I could see her through the side window, she was at the top of the embankment. Mm. It, you know, so I mean, maybe he couldn't have seen from my perspective because I'm in the passenger. Right. I can see the bottom of the embankment. You know, when I saw her, it happened. She was coming up. You know, she was climbing up it. And um, like, I don't remember. I don't think there was woods or anything like that. So it's kind of weird because I didn't see her coming from a far distance. It right. was like she wasn't there than she was. Right. You know, and. And then she wasn't. And then she wasn't. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Because when she when we passed her and she finally hit the top of the embankment and she was like basically even with my window, that's when I got the full view of exactly what she looked like, mm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and I saw her in detail. And then after that, all I could see was her in the mirror and she was running down the side of the road. Wow. And yeah. And did you I mean. I know it's hard to tell, but did did it seem like she acknowledged like you or, or did it, was it just like, she was just like sort of freaking out and uh, with no real, she was just freaking out and running. And yeah. And she didn't like try to, she didn't try to wave the truck down. Right. That's an interesting, nobody's ever, Hmm. I don't know why that's not something that I've ever even thought about. Yeah. She didn't interact with us in any way. Wow. That makes it seem all the more yeah. spooky. Yeah, all right. the more no supernatural. Me, I would be like waving at the truck, like trying to. Yeah, no, she didn't. Wow, she didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if I was trying to get somebody's attention, I'd be you know making a big scene. I'd be making noise. If I could, I would be waving my arms when I got to the top. Yeah. She did none of that. She did none of that. She literally like climbed up the embankment and was just running down the road. And and I just remember like I I saw the expression on her face was of utmost fear. Did she like, run towards you or away from the? She was running towards me, so I could you know when I was looking at the mirror, so he would coming our direction. He absolutely should have seen somebody running towards you on the side of the road with my dad if i could see her in the mirror my dad should have been able to turn around and look out the back window of the truck i mean it's the truck so like the whole back of it's like you know a window (laughs) yeah he should have been able to turn around and see like Mm. what i'm talking about no not that nothing yeah it makes me think of this kind of half memory that i have um, when my friend Mike and I, uh, we went to London, and the last night we were there, we wanted to kind of explore, and so we ended up, uh, we wanted to ride the buses. Well, we ended up taking the bus to a, a really bad part of London, and it was the, like apparently the last stop for this route. And of course, when you get off and you see a uh, a, a police officer, you know, yelling at somebody. Uh, you know, to, to you know, and you're in a foreign country. Like, you know, this is bad. You know, we know it's bad. So anyway, <laughs> we couldn't get we couldn't get back to the hotel for several hours. We finally were able to get a to take. And by the time we got back to the hotel, we had like 45 minutes to sleep, and then get up and then go to the airport and you know and fly back home. Well, we basically we didn't sleep, you know, because we were just like, oh man, we were worn out. We were like, what? But we were excited because we were like, okay, we're finally going back home. And we get on the airplane, and we're flying back. And we're on Virgin Airlines, and they had the TVs in the back of the, the 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 chair in front of you, so and you could watch all this cool stuff. And it's all British stuff, and we're both nerds, so we're really loving this. First time I saw the Office, the British Office, <laughs> right? yeah. And like we watched these documentaries, one and ones about seizures and talking to God and all this stuff. So anyway, we were we were we were just you know absorbed in the you know, the whole time back, just being entertained and taking in all this really cool stuff. And then we land, and this girl that was a friend of his was supposed to pick us up at 12. Well, she thought 12 meant 12 midnight, not 12 in the a.m. And so this was back before really cell phones were too, were every everywhere. 
Um, right. I mean, it was 2000. Yeah, I, I think I it was 2000. My first, I was like 23. <laughs> right. So it was like 2003, 2004. Um, right. And so, but whatever, for whatever reason, we couldn't get a hold of this girl for hours and hours and hours. And then finally, whenever we did get a hold of her, we were supposed to like, you know, stay like with her that night and then drive back to Richmond in the morning. Well, we were so pissed off at her. Um, cause Mike lives in Richmond. We, we, we just, we were pissed off. We were in a foul mood. We've been up for over, you know, almost like 24 hours at this point, if not more than, and we decided really smartly to drive back and we're getting in and we've just like, we're in a zone, right? We're so much in a zone that we actually drive past Richmond where Mike grew up, where he's driven all the place. He knows exactly where he's supposed to exit to go to his house. Right. We're so just kind of out of it that we drive past Richmond and we realize that when we're about 20 minutes outside on the wrong side of Richmond, but <laughs> at one point we're both like, and we're both just like zombies. At one point there was a girl on the side of the road and we both kind of were like going along and just kind of like half paid attention, half realizing we're like, did you see that girl on the side of the road? And I was like, yeah. And we just kind of like, that was weird. And left it at that. And I'm wondering if maybe I actually saw a ghost or if I saw some girl on the side of the road and we were just so out of it, we just blew right past her. Right. Poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, was there a car? Like, did you pass? No, 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 no car, no. nothing. It was just, yeah. it looked like there was a girl on the side of the road. But we also couldn't trust ourselves because we'd been up for so long. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And that's also how every horror story Harry horror movie starts. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, and at this point in time, <laughs> at this point in time, it was still probably around like four something in the morning, you know? Yeah. So like, it was very late and there should not have been somebody no standing yeah. on the side of the road like that, but not acting like, not like trying to get a, a ride or anything like that. So I don't know, maybe there's something weird. Maybe I need to go and get some, uh, hypnosis to you know <laughs> yeah. see what was there but then yeah. again i don't want to unpack the other things that might have happened hey, listen, other I, times. <laughs> I really do often wonder how many times because because 99 of my paranormal experiences have been solid like no indication whatsoever that what i saw was a ghost right and it makes me wonder how many times i have seen a ghost in a crowd and mistook mm. it for just another human being. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Chew on that for a minute. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. You hear those stories about, you know, some guy that showed up to help and then he's gone or something, you know, mm -hmm. and it's right. like, you hear that. They interact time. with you. Yep. Mm -hmm. right. Or, well, Barry, like your neighbor who may have come over once in the night to visit and talk with yeah. you and then come back oh, over as a ghost. Yeah. To that one. Yeah. I listened to that one. Yeah. Where he came over and yeah. like hung out and it was something he didn't normally do. Yeah. And I, never, then, yeah. I, I never spoke to him ever <laughs> before that. I mean, I think I might've said hi to him once, but yeah, it was bizarre. It was just absolutely a bizarre experience. And my wife is the one that brought that up. And I, and and then and you know we kind of had a laugh about it because she's she's real into ghosts and stuff like that and the paranormal and so she said that and I was like oh my god what if that what if that's true you know but uh, you know it's fun to think about but I don't know it's um I can tell you this I knew what was I didn't know it was happening at the time but in, in hindsight I know that he was he was trying to make a connection with somebody because he knew something was going to happen I just know it. Mm -hmm. 
I just know. I just know yeah. it. He knew. He knew for whatever reason that you know something was going to happen. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Bizarre. You can't. I have weird shit that happens to me that like that quite often. I mean, not quite often, but enough often enough times to say, man, like, what is it about me that it draws in these weird experiences? I used to you know. Feel that way. Yeah, I, used to feel that way. I get it too. I get it too. Yeah, people. Yeah, just like uh, you look like a good, honest person. I want to. Well, yeah. Tells me I can share everything with you. Yeah, and that everything is, with you. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm. And that's good. And that's, that's fine. I love it. Yeah. Actually. It's sometimes it's very uncomfortable. Right. Sometimes it's just like okay, you know. And sometimes it's just like I'm gonna like just, I'm just trying to get gas. So. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, yeah, that's so yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, to talk to your brother's uncle's cousin, yeah. but like, I'll take ten on pump two, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, that's that's crazy though. Residual energy is weird, man. You know, like like we just had a a, a young lady on uh, the other day, and we we're talking to her. She had some crazy stories, and it's like. She was talking about all the shit that happens, man. It's like, you know, is it residual stuff going on? Or, I mean, you know, these things you can't really explain. Maybe that's what you saw on the road. You know, maybe maybe yeah. somebody had a car wreck or something had happened to that person a long time ago. And that, that's still there and it pops up from time to time. And it sounds like to me you're the person to see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're perceptive to yeah. see those kind of things. And yeah. If, if I saw the girl on the that road and my friend Mike did. We kind of saw our our perception field or, or or shields maybe or something like that were open enough to where we could maybe just barely recognize it. You know, yeah. Being where, tired, yeah. Being so extremely tired and and almost to a state. But we also pass it up to like we are so tired that we're having this altered state of consciousness. So maybe it's you know, but. We, but uh, then again, we but kind of saw it. So, right. I don't know. I need to talk to Mike about that because I barely remember it because it was just a little blip on a really long story that happened all in the span of like basically 72 hours. Yeah. You know, it, but like, because like when we got back to, we finally got back to his place and as the sun was already coming up and we were getting ready to crash and then like his upstairs neighbor like started freaking the fuck out. Like, going crazy like the dude was on meth or something i don't know he's like all cracked out but he's going out in the streets and he had this um and he was just like trying to fight the air or something and he was just yelling at obscenities and he's like just whatever like yelling at somebody and then like uh no he didn't have the cricket bat i take that back he just was out there going crazy mike grabbed it. he had the cricket <laughs> bat as his home defense he picked it up and he goes outside and mike is not a, he's nope. like it'd be like five five and he goes out and he's just like hey hey shut the fuck up go upstairs and be quiet <laughs> and the guy did but then he came back down so eventually the cops got called on him but like this was like this was like you know like five something in the morning you know like people weren't all awake yet so it was just it was a weird it was a weird weird wow. long night and that was yeah. the culmination of it yeah so just just bizarre wow
Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors i feel like things that like you know like i said when i was consciously searching for paranormal activity when i was like wanting it to happen and trying to open myself up to it or you know um i had a lot less like i you know i just i didn't have as much luck with that Mm -hmm. but somehow some way subconsciously when you're the most relaxed and you're the most not thinking about it is when all of my stuff has really happened you know when it's just been completely random like no yeah and so i think there's something to be said about yeah being just relaxed and open and you know naturally perceptive to it versus like trying to find it sure sure so my ex-husband and i um used to have a group that we founded called proud paranormal um it it stood for paranormal researchers of unexplained disturbances um that was that was my ex's name he came up with that cool Um, but we have um, so we have we have a lot of videos on YouTube. So any stories that I tell you now, um, you, I'm going to close this door. Sorry, you probably heard that. No worries. That's the pump to my air conditioner. It's wow. dying. I think I don't know. It's getting louder and louder every day. <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, most most of what I have to tell any stories for our paranormal stuff you can find on YouTube. Cool. Um, if you uh, so on video, whatever pictures, things like that. Cool. Um, yeah, he used to make these very like they have soundtracks and you know they're definitely they're cool. They're not bad. But where um, do you where do where would uh, people find those? What would they need? If to you about? looked up proud paranormal so it would be proud like paranormal. P, yeah p.r.o.u.b paranormal okay, and, so spelled out okay, cool. yeah it's like a you know anagram or is that that is what they call those right? that is correct okay <laughs> um so yeah you can look those up um there's multiple uh things on there um, most of our investigations, anything that we've caught or haven't caught, 
Um, there are some things that are not on there that are just personal experiences. We only put things that we had evidence to back up with in our videos. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the things that I might say would just be like a story that happened to me versus, you know, actual evidence. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But, um, okay, let me think. So the, have you ever been to Waynesboro, Waynesboro Village? In Goldsboro, do you remember? Did you ever go there? I don't know. Okay, um, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's a historical village um, that has it's got an old church and an old doctor's office and a couple of old homes, and it's called Waynesboro Historical Village. It's right on the edge of town of Goldsboro. Um, we actually got married there, which is funny. Oh, we wow. got married. Okay. Yeah, we got married in I a think I've, I think I've. <laughs> I think I've probably definitely been past it, but I don't know if I actually went to it and everything. So anyway. Yeah, it's a really nice area. Um, so the buildings are original, but the spot itself is not the original Waynesboro. So Goldsboro used to be Waynesboro was the original town, like mm -hmm. the historical part. Um and somewhere along the way, 100 years ago, <laughs> you know, it got changed to Goldsboro and it grew. And so these are just historical buildings that were saved and then they were moved okay. to this area um, and then set up as like a little mini historical village that you could go and, and you can tour it and they'll tell you all about it and stuff like that. Um, so we made really good friends with the people that own it. Um, so we did multiple investigations out there because they always had all kinds of all kinds of paranormal activity there. Mm -hmm. um, so and we would get other groups involved. Like I mean, it was it was like a big thing. Um, and my biggest paranormal, I have two pretty good stories there. Um, my biggest one was. We were in the law office, and it's just a small one-room building. Well, it's actually it's a two-room building. It, it's a one-room building and then a door that has kind of like a closet to it. Um, and it doesn't have a doorknob. It just had like a rope through the hole. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The doorknob was broken kind of deal. And it was set up. It had a little bit of furniture in it. It had a desk with an old typewriter and like a rocking chair. And we were investigating, and you investigate in the dark. Like you don't... You know, you don't have flashlight. I mean, you have flashlights. You don't use them. Um, we had an infrared camera going, um, and then we had um, digital recorders going, um, EMF readers, like the whole nine yards. And it was me, um, another investigator named Rob, and another girl there, and I cannot remember her name. She wasn't part of our group. She was just kind of somebody who was like part of another group that kind of came along. So I can't remember her uh -huh. name right now. Um, but Rob had wanted to be in our group. So we had brought him along. Um, and I had taken my jacket off cause it, it had gotten kind of stuffy in the room mm -hmm. and it was a bright moonlit night actually. So it wasn't particularly dark, dark. There's no curtains. They're just, you know, old windows. And I had taken my jacket off and I'd hung it on the back of the rocking chair because it was getting kind of stuffy in there. And I was digging for 
my flashlight in my jacket pocket. I had been standing there and I thought I heard something. So it was kind of like digging in, in the jacket, like bent over and it's in a rocking chair. So it keeps moving as I'm trying to go deeper into the pocket. You know, it's like running yeah, away. From yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of muttering to myself about it. And I, and I see like out of the corner of my eye, it's like a silhouette. And I thought it was Rob. Like, it almost looked exactly like his silhouette, like he was just standing next to me. And so I start talking to him, and I'm like, you know, Rob, do you have your flashlight? Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't remember exactly what I said. I started talking to him, and from across the room, the other side of the room, he was like, yeah, why, do you need me to turn it on? You know, and I'm like, what, what, weren't you just standing like right here? Whoa. And he's like, no, I've Whoa. been way over here the whole time. I was like, you're joking because I, because I, I was muttering, like I wasn't even talking that loud. You know, I, yeah. I thought you were standing right next to me. Swear to God, like I thought you were just wow. right here, you know, and I was wanting him to shine his flashlight so I could get my hands in, on my pocket correctly to get my flashlight out. Right. You know, like <laughs> you're not going to help me from over there. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Wow. It was, it was just, yeah. And, um, so that, that one was pretty crazy. Like that was, that was another one of those. It wasn't a shadow. It right. was completely solid, yeah. like a human being standing. And he, and, next he, to and he didn't see, he didn't see any of that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It wasn't in the and the really funny thing is um I think that we didn't get it on camera mm -hmm. but we got the whole thing on audio cuz okay. the way that the camera was facing of course these things always happen yeah. off, like off yeah. camera just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just out of the view of the camera. Like yeah. I think in the camera view you can just see my my ass like 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 trying to dig into my pocket. Right. But you hear everything that I'm saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like you kind of hear it happen. Um, and then the really funny thing is right after that happened. So we were, we were divided up into groups and each one of us was investigating a building and then we would meet back and then, and then split up again and go to another building. So everybody got the chance to investigate a different building in the village all night long. Like, wow. and I mean, this was, all night affair. We started at, you know, 11 o'clock at night, like nice and dark nighttime. And, uh, we didn't finish till like four in the morning. Um, <clears throat> but the crazy thing is my, um, ex-husband went in with his group. I think we were in groups of three or four, um, right after I was in there. And when he went in the closet door, the one with the rope on it, he was, he had a camera in his hand with it, with the um, infrared and it was dark, you know, and he was filming and he's like, what's in this room. And he said, and, and the door opened. Right. So he like walked in to like film what was in the room. Only nobody opened the door for him. He thought one of the other investigators was standing there mm. and like, grabbed the rope and opened the door for him because he had the camera in his hand. Right. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
to show him the room. And it wasn't until he looked in the room and he turned around with the video camera and everybody else is like over by the front door. And he was like, did you just, who opened the door for me? And they're all like, nobody. Wow. <laughs> Man. That's on video. That's wow. on video. Wow. I'm walking up the door and it just opened and he just did i don't know like you know how when you're focused on something else and he just thought that somebody had grabbed yeah. it and opened it sure for him without thinking about it sure yeah and that wow. was literally like 30 minutes after i had seen like that person damn and wow yeah damn man yeah yeah that's why I don't and, want to look uh, at ghosts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, now, um, I did have a really scary thing happen that night on that investigation. Um, and hold on, the dog is the dog is throwing pillows off the couch. It's hilarious. <laughs> 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 it's just like there's too many pillows on this couch. Fuck this pillow. <laughs> Um, the scariest thing I had happened. So I don't get scared easy. I can sit in the dark with no flashlight in a scary haunted place and be okay with it. I'm not going to say I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. Right. You know? Um, and so I was in, so my ex had convinced me to go into the church, which also had like the most claims of paranormal by myself. Like, Oh, man. Yeah. And, and lock the door, you know. So I'm in this super scary church in the dark. And um, we had a, I think we had a camera. This was all a long time ago, too. This was like 15 mm -hmm. years ago. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is caught on camera or if it's just caught on audio. Um, it might be on both. Uh, so anyway, I'm sitting and I'm just sitting in one of the pews and I'm like, if there's anybody here, you know, give me a sign of your presence, um, things like that, just kind of asking questions. And you hear like a little noise here and there and a little something here and there, but nothing definitive. And so, like, I'm just kind of starting to think, all right, this is getting old, like nothing's happening. I think I'm going to, you know, come out. And so I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to ask like one more question. And so I just say, you know, if there's anybody here, like, let me know that you're here. And I didn't get a reply that I knew of um, at the time. I didn't hear anything. But I became completely terrified, like, out of nowhere, just this mm. feeling of fear, like, washed over me. And we had walkie-talkies at the time. And I got on the walkie-talkie, and I was like, I need to get out. I need to get out now. And I say, like, I need to get out. I need to get out now. And he's like, all right. Like, he's laughing at me. Right, you know, right. Oh, chicken, chicken. And I'm, no, I need to get out. I need to get out. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. He unlocks the door. He comes in and I'm, and I'm outside and I start crying. And I'm like, I don't know. I just got really scared. And I, I don't know why. Like, nothing happened. It just, like, really scared me. Fast forward. We're going over the evidence. And we're going over the audio and the camera. And right before I say, like, I need to get out, this super scary, growly voice says, get out. 
I want that girl to get out. Oh, jeez. Oh, Whoa. man. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the walkie-talkie. Like, I need to get out. Like, I need to get out now. Wow, like, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you, you like, audibly, you couldn't hear it, but you heard, physically, you no, picked I it up somehow. It. Right. Yeah. Wow. And... And the crazy thing is, like, you know, it's hours and hours of video and audio that you have to go over. And I was the one that was listening to that. We would take turns. And I was the one that was sitting there. And you sit there with your eyes closed and you just listen, you know. And I was listening to that. And when it came across, I started crying, like, all over again. Like, I felt it. It was just terrifying. Yeah. Dang. And that's that, that's, a, that's in one of our videos. It's the old Waynesboro Village video. Yeah. Okay. Wow, man. Like the audio, the audio for the that. Audio. It's terrifying. That. Damn, dude, that's intense, man. Yeah. Wow. And and nothing happened on camera. There wasn't like a flare of light or anything like that. It was just that voice, but it was so specific. Yeah. And it was so like it literally said, I want that girl to get wow. out. You know? Whoa. And it was just like, Oh, that was pretty scary. I do have to say, like, that was one of the times that I got pretty scared. No kidding, man. <laughs> no kidding. Man, it really you know yeah. that really makes you like think about you know, intent and, and, and uh, you know, even even though like, you know, the words that you use or the 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 voicing that you put behind it, the anger that comes through, like it's more than an auditory experience. It's, it's a phys- it can be a physical experience, you know, and you've been around people like that where it's like, you know, what, you know, their anger or whatever it is, like you feel it in your bones. You feel their vibe. Yes. Yeah. Their vibe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all, it's all, yeah. yeah, man, that is, whoo. That's, that's. Oh yeah. I picked up on the vibe in that room. Where- no shit. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's, I don't know what's happening, but I'm out. Like, yeah, so like, that's, yeah. that's scary. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. super scary. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to watch that, but then again, I don't know if I really want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you if you want, I'll I'll find I'll find the links and I'll send them to you if you yeah, want. Just, if really, yeah. Find, find yeah. the links and to us and we can put that with the uh with all the show stuff and everything. So yeah. people yeah. can find us easily. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not part of that group anymore. Um, you know, my, my ex is in California, and I think he still does it. Um, and and then it's funny because I personally haven't had a paranormal experience in um, like six years, probably about six years. Okay. You do. Um, yeah, you do for a major of- one, huh? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's just not that big of a deal to me anymore. I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if I just not, I don't pay attention to it anymore or, or what, but yeah, I just, I don't have anything to speak of pretty much since like the Goldsboro, you know, ghost hunting days. Right. Wow. But there's a lot like, I mean, you know, I could go all night. There's just so many things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back on. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I don't know how long we've been talking, but I feel like I've been talking for hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You know, that's good. Yeah. We'll definitely, we'll have, we'll have to have you back on, for, you know, if you got more stuff to share, because we love hearing this, obviously, and you're, and you're, you know, you're, 
incredibly entertaining telling the story. You tell a good story, so yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little shaky when I first started out. I was like, okay, oh, how am I gonna? No, you were good. You're about- good. It, it, <laughs> it is one of those things where you just once the ball starts to get rolling, then it's easy, you know, and you get the conversation yeah. going. But yeah. It's great, and I appreciate you, you know, setting aside some time to do this with us. You know, it's if it weren't for people like you that want to come on and tell stories, we don't have a podcast. You know, so it's great. Yeah. Not only is yeah. it great to get people on, but it's great to get people on that are that are just into their stories and can tell the story so well. You know, it's great. Awesome. Well, thanks. So anytime, come back. Cool. Well, Liz, thank you for uh, joining us, sharing all that. Those those amazing stories. <laughs> Yeah, great. fantastic, creepy as hell. Some of the like weird and perfect, just perfect, just perfect for the show. So yeah, um, yeah, it was fun, and I have I have a lot more. Those cool. are probably the best of the best. No, I do have like one other that's like pretty good, but cool. Uh, and the rest are just kind of small. So cool. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Like once again, we'll have you back on for sure. So all right. Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me Uh. and (laughs) but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. Man, she had some great stories. Really awesome stuff. I mean, this, the story um, about the... Uh, the girl on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's freaky. Dude, it is. It really is. I mean, just, you know, the fact that she was the only one that saw it. Maybe her son saw it. He right. Was a kid. Maybe he saw it. But, like, her dad and her then very fresh ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> no. Did not. And, you know, that was just... It's wild, man. And then she didn't even think about it being a ghost. So she was there talking to her friend, you know? Right. Like, it makes me wonder if we do see ghosts, like, all the time, but we just don't Don't pay attention to it. We don't realize it. We don't put it in context. Yeah. You know? Yes, man. I I just saw this. I wish I knew the show. But last night, um, I was... uh, you know, before bed, I put on this ghost show. The wife and I like like to watch shows like that. So, 
And they had a very similar story to this in that they're driving. It's a mom and a daughter driving down the road and they see a young girl that is um, she's got she's like in the fetal position, like on uh, like sitting on the side of the road with her head in her knees, you know, with like wrapping her her uh, arms around her knees and her head is down. And um, Mm -hmm. and so it freaks them out and they turn around and they see her again, and as they are making another loop to come around, she's gone. And then they're right. so they're like, "What the hell?" Right? So they go on down the road, and like a couple of miles down the road, the girl's sitting in the same spot. The story it just makes your hair stand up, you know. And that's wow. what, yeah. And I, when I saw that, I was like, "God, that reminds me of her story so much." Where mm-hmm. you're just, I mean, obviously hers is different in the fact that the girl is, is running in motion and like she's seeing it. But it just really, I mean, if something bad occurred in that area, you know, that time loop that happens, you know, these stories mm-hmm. of these energies that get caught in this just. Yeah. Oh, Those man. Resi- residuals. Yeah. Man. It just freaks me the fuck out, man. Dude, yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, regardless if it's some kind of residual thing, some kind of haunting, some kind of something, whatever it was, right. if it was a stranded or a car wreck or something, something not good happened there, right? And some, and it's affected. It's made a scar, yes. I guess in the universe, perhaps I don't right. know, right? But something's occurred, and it's you know, certain I get you know, certain people can see it, and and it's just. That's wild, man. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, it is wild. And then her story about the ghost hunting stuff, you know, and uh, man, you know, the EVP that she caught when she was in the mm-hmm. uh, sanctuary or, you know, um, sitting down and mm-hmm. it's just, it's wild. And the fact that, you know, she seems like she's, you know, her attitude when it comes to this stuff is she's skeptical, you know, so she's not willing yeah. to just like, you know, say, oh, well, this is, you know, she even told us, she's like, I never really saw much when I was trying to hunt ghosts, you know, like we were wanting to find something and then oftentimes you wouldn't, but, uh, you know, this was a time when, when they did capture something and that's, it's pretty cool, man. It's great stuff. She's a great storyteller. Absolutely. And you can go and you can check out, um, those, some of those, um, investigations on YouTube. Uh, just you put in, uh, proud, all capital letters, you know, P-R-O-U-D and a period after each, and then uh, paranormal, and that'll bring that stuff right up, and you can check out those. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, it's wild. It is wild. It is wild. <laughs> and, uh, but that's, you know, I mean, that's that's what you love about these stories. You never know where they're going to come from, uh, what, yeah. what angle they're take, you know, they're taking when they're telling the story, where you're going to end up. Uh, that's what we do here, man. We, we're offering uh, a platform for people to express these things that, that, that have happened in their lives. And storytelling is, is, is a great, great thing that we've developed over time. And, uh, and we're hoping that we can get back there. And that's kind of what we yeah. try to do. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah. hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. Thank you, Liz, once again for uh, sharing those great stories. More than likely, we're going to have uh, more from Liz in yeah. the future, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, and you know, next week, let's take a look what we got for us, Barry. Oh, next week, Barry. Next week is a is a interesting change. It is uh, my buddy James 
um, old college friend from my Greenville ECU days there at the art school. And James has been living in Japan for, I think he said, 15 to 20 years. Yeah. He's been in Japan for quite yeah. a while. And he's he's uh, he now, I mean, he lives there full time and his wife is Japanese and he has a daughter who's you know, half Japanese. And he's got some interesting stories from uh, living there and what, you know, and just living in a different culture again, like when we talked to Sam, but also from some of his travels and they're really cool. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a great conversation. had a hiccup there, but they're a lot of fun. They are. Yeah. We, we, we had a great conversation. So. It, yeah, we we get into some cool uh, uh, subjects, and uh, and it's and you know, anytime we get somebody on that is living in a different country, uh, we we like to get a feel for, you yeah. know, what what's it, what's it like to live somewhere that is such a a foreign idea to us, you know, and our customs and a different just a different way to live your life. So we we get into some of that, and it's just it's just fun. He he was a great interview. Yeah, yeah, great stories, and just good catching up because I hadn't spoken to James in forever and ever. Yeah. You know, been Facebook friends, follow each other on Instagram because you know he's a, he's an artist as well, and a really good one, might I add. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So join us next week when we speak to to James, and uh, in the meantime, you know, if you get a chance, go and check out our Patreon. Uh, it's what's your story on Patreon. You can get the information there in the show notes, and um, you know, go and uh, uh, go check out some of our friends' podcasts, like the Residuals and uh, Fun Fact Friday with Metis and his daughter. And uh, yeah, fun stuff, good, man. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, and uh, have a good week, and be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.